Thank you for downloading this free podcast. And also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibbler's. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com slash store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. Can you see me over there? You need to go get your old lady glasses, or I need to get my spectacles. You need a good a good pantsuit. For your new job, for your new—I don't need a pantsuit per you, se, but I do need new slacks uh, and a new button-up shirt. I told you things change once you're 35. Now they you're do. gonna have to start worrying about different things. You need to take your calcium pills. You got to make sure I you're. Should. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole different world for you. Yeah, oh. I know because like I always mean to take vitamins, but I never do. So now I really think I just need to commit. Just to it. Just think of the perms in your future. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we have we have an action packed show here. We today. do. We have a lot of stuff going action-packed, on. Action packed, Sarah. Don't hit the table. Action packed. That's for emphasis. Stop when doing I hit your the little... tail for a- table for action packed. I'm sure everybody really loves listening to that. Probably. Probably a lot. They've probably all turned out now. Mm. Anyway, uh, if you are listening to the show, don't forget one thing. One thing only. Go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Amazon link. If you're going to buy anything from Amazon, anytime, wherever, say it's the middle of the night. You wake up. You're like, I need to get something from Amazon now. I've got to buy some old lady clogs. I'm going to go to funemploymentradio.com on my phone and click on that Amazon link. And why I'm going to go there. Why, why are you going there? We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but you can, you can do that right off of that link. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. If you're going to buy anything from Amazon, that'd be awesome. Coming up later on today on this show in just a little bit, we're going to be joined by some very special guests. Yes, guests we haven't had on the show before. Absolutely. We've got Larry Crane, who is the owner of Jackpot Recording. Which is a huge... A huge thing, like worldwide and most, uh, most oh, definitely yeah. in Portland. Oh, absolutely. No, it's a fantastic studio. Uh, Larry Crane, owner of that, is going to be in here. And Jenna Zine. Jenna Zine is the creator of a bunch of different comedy shows, including we need to talk to her about the... Well, she's got some fantastic shows, Comedy in Space. Are which, they fantastic? Which, yes, I know I'm using the word fantastic. I'm working to get that out of my vocabulary, but there's no other accurate descriptive How word. How are people going to play the drinking game with you saying fantastic if you stop saying it? Is, is that a drinking game now <laughs> yeah. of me saying fantastic? No, she's got uh, she's got a bunch of different shows. There's one about Gwyneth Paltrow that I'm I'm gonna have to ask. She about. does have a show that's called Gwyneth Paltrow's Sparkling Asshole. <laughs> Which I want to know exactly, like, it's the best name for a comedy show I think I've ever heard. And I want to know what exactly inspired her. Yes, we have to ask yes. about that. So they're going to be joining us here in just a little bit on the show. And then, of course, you know, all of our regular uh, regular things that are going to be happening. But Sarah, Sarah has some big, big news here mm-hmm. for her. She's got her big girl pants on. I do. And uh, Sarah's got another, you know, of course, Fun Employment Radio is our main job. We've talked about that before, which is why we appreciate all the support from uh, listeners, subscribers, just downloading the podcast and our wonderful sponsors. But we've got side jobs, too. And Sarah just got a uh, very fancy I'm, new side so job fancy. she's going to be working it's at. so fancy. Would you like to explain what it is that yes, you're doing, well, Sarah? I uh, just got hired by a fancy hotel here in um, here in Portland. I'm, I won't specify which one, but a, a, fan, a, a very, very, very nice hotel. Very nice. The kind you would never be allowed into. I normally. would never. I would usually, under any other circumstances, not like, be allowed ma'am, into. Ma'am, I'm sorry. You're you're not really dressed appropriately for this. Are and you it's lost? Just, or? It's beautiful and uh, I applied and I ended up getting a job as a banquet bartender for the holidays a banquet bartender a banquet bartender so basically you know throughout the holiday season there are lots of uh, holiday parties lots of you know big businesses like to have holiday parties there are also like anniversaries you know, weddings, all different kinds. Sure, of there's things. all kinds of reasons to have parties. All you want to list them all, or to have parties? Should we I'm go through doing, the whole list. Just doing a couple of them. You like Bubba Gump for? And so shrimp. I'm going to be an on-call. You can have parties, bartender for your friends. You can have parties for family parties. You can have wedding parties. So anyway, Bar that being said, parties. I'm starting this weekend. And I have to buy some like birthday parties, some brand spanking new clothes, like because there's a uniform, so I have to purchase you know a uniform to be able to wear it, so I look presentable, so I can like blend in. 
Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, they, I'm just, you know, I'm just there to like get You're the scenery. I'm, I'm the moving scenery as I am uh-huh. in Portlandia whenever I'm an extra. Yeah. Exactly. But this one, I actually give people drinks so they'll be, they'll maybe love me a little bit more. <laughs> Do so, you love me? Do you love me? People usually love people more after they give them a drink. Right. So, yeah. So I'm starting that this weekend. I am. Uh, I'm very excited, but I also am going to be. So I, I do bartend, of course. I have uh, a couple other places that I work, but I, this one is going to be like long lengths of time because it's going to be covering over the course of like a few different types of parties. Oh, really? Because they have a bunch. Of, they have uh, more than one banquet hall. So like someone will be having like a. Uh, a wedding happening in one, and there'll be like a business meeting. And there'll be like a holiday party, and they're all going. Are you on. listing parties again? <laughs> Kinds of parties. What other kinds of parties are there, Sarah? I am going to hit you in the face. <laughs> I'm nervous and excited. I'm I sorry, I'm are. rambling. So I know. anyway. No, it's a it's a great job. It's good. It's cool. I know. It is cool. It is cool. I feel like totally mm-hmm. like not clean enough for it. Well, see, as someone who I work at uh, some events like that. You know, I work down at the museum, so I, I see all kinds of events. I know how to how to navigate those things now. I'm a little bit I think you're gonna do great. But I think you need to really understand the kind of groups of people you're going to be associating with, you know, because hotel parties, that's pretty high end stuff. That's a pretty it big is, deal. And it's a very beautiful, nice hotel. Now, OK, let's just put out some different situations. I've never here. worked in a hotel before. And, and me neither. And I have no idea really what yeah. you're going to be doing. So I'm just going to make up some I'm going things. to be I'm bartending. Gonna... Stop acting as if I'm going to be like dancing for them. I'm going to. Well, you know, as far as I know, that- I. That's not what you're gonna. Okay, I mean, I was, I always kind of thought, and again, these are just my thoughts, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. So in these kinds of parties, you know, they're all staying there at the hotel, and so they're down there and they're mingling and they're having some drinks and they're very fancy thing, you know, they're all dressed, decked out in gold. You're talking about tycoons here. Tycoons, yes. Tycoons, yes. Yeah, there's going to be all kinds of tycoons and gajillionaires and you know very important people hanging out. VIPs, and, all the lot of them. Yeah, and they've got mm-hmm. their hotel rooms up there. I mean, there could be a whole eyes wide shut kind of thing going on. You know, you could you could be at these things. Like, what if you have to bartend at like one of the private rooms, that and then you see awesome. things you're not supposed to see? Well, I'm so, well, but I've, then you know who's expendable if you see something you're not supposed to see. The banquet bartender? This is the banquet bartender. No. Yeah, that's who's... I'm just saying you got to watch out for those kinds no. of things. That's something you should watch out for. Uh, also, you know, as you're as you're at these things, you have to act appropriately when you're dealing with these high-end clientele. I mean, I myself, I can blend in with high-end clientele very easily. You can't even say high-end clientele. No, when I'm when I'm there, like, they accept me as one of their own. You know, I've, I've talked about this before, how I fancy myself. You know, whether I'm going as a railroad tycoon Larry Omtrock, you know, or whether I'm a gold tycoon, I can mix in with the tycoons pretty well. And, they, you know, I can speak their lingo and their language. And the one thing that us tycoons really, really dislike... Oh, my dislike, God, do you not refer to yourself as a tycoon? Coon. Our over-talkative bartenders. I'm not going to be over-talkative. So, so I, can, I mean, I can tell you that when I'm at my, my job, I will be, I will be friendly but efficient, and get uh, anyone, you know, the drinks that they desire in an orderly and quick fashion. Well, okay, that's good because when I'm at my events, when I and I'm not supposed to be one of them. I'm the help. That's exactly. That's yes, exactly right. I know. I know now, my place as a tycoon. Oh my god. Well, when I play a tycoon, I really don't like eye contact from the people serving me. You know, I prefer if you would look down to the ground, always refer to me as uh, Mr. or or uh, something, you know, even, even more grandiose, you know, something along those lines and uh, your eloquence, you know, you can say things like that. You want to pepper in little things there to, to feed the ego. I'm not going to tell call somebody your eloquence. <laughs> May I get you another drink, my liege? You know, you can say something like that too. My liege? I don't even know what that means. Oh yeah, you know, those are, these are different things. These are just examples. You, you're going to have to learn, you know, on the seat of your pants there a little bit, just try to, try to get, get that, uh, get that going. But, um, I think these are these are some different <laughs> different tips that could help you out. So there's Again, another you've one. Already said don't you make haven't, eye contact. You haven't been a banquet bartender. You well, don't no, but better. I study a lot about tycoon lifestyles because that's what I, I, I I'm basically a tycoon without the money. That's kind of what I am. I think that the definition of being a tycoon is that you have money. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a tycoon in training. You know, I'm just missing one ingredient. Otherwise, I can. Uh, otherwise, I a, live a very opulent lifestyle. You're a TIT. You're a tycoon in training. Tycoon in training. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, indeed. A, a tit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I am. 
So, so I'm I'm saying you know you gotta you gotta think about these things though because it's a different kind of environment that you're gonna be working in. I know. Now we did talk about your your old lady shopping. Can you? T- I did. <laughs> tell me tell me what it is that you went went and did today just to be prepared for this. I need to be prepared. I still have to buy the rest of my uniform to get ready for this weekend. However, I have noticed as I've gotten a little little older, a little wiser. I'm oh, yeah. 35 years old now. You're in your 36th year. Shut up. I am 35 years old. That, uh, you know, standing for long periods of time sometimes isn't as comfortable as it used to be. <laughs> Particularly if you don't have the proper footwear on. And Yeah, see, you're learning the value of comfortable shoes. That's important. Oh, my God. I have told you forever. You make fun of how I dress and everything all the time and my coats and my clothes and my shoes. Well, because you dress terribly. Yeah, but I'm very comfortable. See, and that's the thing. It's comfort. It's it's function over fashion. And now you're getting into that stage of your life where that's going to be more more important. Well, I mean, Some if I'm going to blend pumps. in anyway, if I'm just serving the drinks, I might as well be comfortable. Real quick, what are pumps? I think they're like, they're heels. That's Those are heels? I think those are you're heels. You're supposed to know these things. I don't know those things. These I are... can't walk in those things. Okay, I've always... Every re- time I've ever worn a pair of heels for longer than like a half an hour, I've fallen I've seen over. it in movies a lot where they're like, oh yeah, I got some comfortable pumps. I didn't know what a pump was. I'm pretty sure it's a high heel. Maybe it's a lower high heel. Okay. Pumps kind of seem like I feel like you should know these things. You're a little more grounded. Like, what's up? I'm wearing my pumps. Okay. That's I like right. your pumps. That's what you should start saying to girls. Oh, that's what I should say mm-hmm. to him? Hey, lady, what's going on? I love your pumps. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. It's being noted in the chat here. Uh, Carrie says, heels that aren't stilettos. It's like they're like what's lower to the ground. Stilettos, stilettos are like knife. the spiky ones. They're like the spiky heels. Uh. I had a stiletto comb one time. Oh, okay, nobody It was cares. pretty cool. Yeah. That's so a uh, pumps, I think, are a little a little squatter, if you will. Squ- they're squat shoes? They're squat shoes. I feel like I could probably rock some pumps. Okay. All right. Not stilettos. Okay. But I could wear, I could wear some squat heels. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So but what what did you do, though, today to get ready uh, for this? Today? All right. So I have, like, I have many friends who are nurses. I have friends who are, like, chefs and who work on their feet a lot. And I was asking all of them about their most comfortable shoes because I saw this pattern of shoes that they were wearing. So I'm just like, I, uh, is this the best kind of thing for me? I don't know. And then I was talking to my mom on the phone, and she's like, oh, you've got to get a pair of these shoes if you're going to be, be on your feet, you know, like 12 hours at a time. I'm uh-huh. like, okay. So I did You get took myself. advice from your mom about the kind of shoes you should wear. Yes. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, your mom's a very smart lady. She's very sensible. She is sensible. And I... I went out and bought myself a pair of sensible clogs today. Sensible clogs. So... Sensible clogs. That's good. That's good. You're, you're going to be on your feet. Uh, for anybody else, I got myself some dance goes. Some dance goes. I don't know what that means. They're sensible clogs. <laughs> sensible clogs. <laughs> and I went to the clog store, uh, shop locally. Uh, there's a, a local shoe place here in my neighborhood, so I went there to go and check them out. And when I walked in, it had just opened, and I walked in. Oh, the it early was just, bird. There, it was. It was there. There must be some kind of early bird special because when I went in there, it was me and three cotton tops, all trying <laughs> on the exact same type of shoe. Like they were like I. It was me and three octogenarians, and I'm like, oh. God and like this youthful little like bubbly twenty something salesperson. She's like, "Hey, can I help you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want some dance." Oh, you're just as old as they are for in her eyes. In her eyes, right? Yeah, you're ancient. Like thirty five. I'm honest. What are you like? like Eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Are you retired or what are you? Yeah. So I went in and I got myself a set of clogs of comfortable clogs. They're supposed to be the the best shoe for the stand-in folk, for the people mm-hmm. that work a lot on their feet. For your bunions and all those different no. things that are going I got on the, there. For anyone who's keeping track, I got the slip-on uh, black clog style with the black back. Tell us more about your shoes. Yeah, they look exactly like the ones in the chat except for their black. That's what, what I did. What kinds of parties will you wear these shoes at? So, you you went and did that. You shopped, you shopped with the old ladies. I got a free girdle with my new pair of clogs. <laughs> I wish. That would actually... Yeah. So I went with the old ladies and um, try them on to supper tonight, or so I was like trying to try try them on. I'd never been into a place with more clogs, like it was overwhelming. Like there, do you know how many different types of clogs there are? I don't. I'm not even sure what a clog is. Clogs are like they have the wooden bottom. I've talked about they? this before. I'm not a shoe person at all. Like shoes are function. 
And I wear them until they wear and out. And these are this is why I bought them because like I know the shoes that I have now hurt my feet if I'm standing around for like six hours. If I'm gonna be doing twelve hours at a time and the my, shoes you have now hurt your feet when you walk up the stairs to oh, the whatever, studio. Whatever, but bygones. Anyway, like when my friend, like one of my good buddies who's a chef, Jesse, he was just like he swears by them. He's like, I'm on my feet, you know, in the kitchen, like you mm-hmm. know, fifteen, twenty hours. He's like, and I don't even notice, you know, the his feet never hurt. Okay. So I'm like, okay. It's like a, it's a thing. Nurses wear the, oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, look at you. And ladies, you know, going, uh, going old lady shopping, getting their hair done, things like that. Yeah, they wear the sensible clogs too. Well, good for you. I mean, that is important to have good shoes. It is important to have good shoes. It is. It is very important. I'm very, very happy. And I feel okay about it because my, my super hip, well, now pregnant, but super hip still sister also has a pair of them, which when she, she actually did some banquet bartending for like a pregnant private. Pregnant chic? Is that a word? <laughs> no. <laughs> can I, but she did can some, I coin that? She did some money uh, in that? banquet bartending as well at a private, at like this private club thing in okay. Seattle. And she swore by these things as okay. well. She said that they were very comfortable. Well, that is a very mature decision you have made. It's very good. Oh my God. Very, very mature. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I've been using mature a lot more lately. I don't why know why. Why do you use that? I think because uh, the other day I was talking to one of my buddies. Do you ever, do you remember? Were you one of the girls that used to tell, like boys, like you're so immature? Do I look like the That's kind of so girl immature. that would say that? I don't know. I don't know what you were like when you were a kid. I used to hear it all the time. I just thought that was a thing that everybody did. Like oh, no. you're so immature. I don't you're so immature. Why would I say you're so? We're all kids. Why would I say so so mature? I don't know. That's what a lot of the girls did in my school. Especially in middle like, school. I was talking about this to one of my buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Like real mature. It's not mature. Yeah. I used to get that a lot. Is that weird? Is that strange? I don't know. Why are you trying to bring it back? Like, is this because you were wearing your grown up sweater yesterday? And I perhaps I wore, a pa- I bought a pair of comfortable work clogs today. I think so. Yeah. Oh my God. What's happening to us? I don't know. What's happening? I w- I'm happy with my grown up sweater. I mean, I feel oh, I'm, everything else about my, I look okay today. I'm wearing my chill coot Charlie's t-shirt. Yeah. Shout out to Anchorage there. What? What? Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. That makes A you seem way skirt, older. Leggings and some calling boots. out what you're wearing I actually okay. makes you seem way older. It does make me seem older. That seems. Look, kids, it's a bar shirt. I'm I'm cool with you guys. I didn't even say it was a bar shirt. Nobody knew it was a bar shirt until you said it was a bar shirt. Yeah, it's a bar shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, I'm glad you have your uh, your comfortable shoes and your new job. Seriously, though, the, the job's going to be awesome. In all honesty, it's going to be cool. Just don't mess up. I'm really nervous. It's gonna. What if it is like right off the bat, like an eyes wide shut situation? It's not going to be an eyes wide shut situation. I know the parties that I'm working. I don't know. Unless I know one of them is like a, a birthday, so maybe that they, you know, maybe it will be that. I don't know the theme of the birthday party. Well, congratulations. This is this is very exciting. I am kind of when I tried them on. I do have to say, oh, they were so comfortable. They were so comfortable. What? I, I don't know. I didn't know where else you wanted to talk about the shoes. I didn't know where else you were going to go with them. Mm-hmm. Well, con- well, thanks, Greg. Thanks I'm for glad- that clunk. <laughs> I'm, glad I'm glad they're comfortable. Sorry. Jesus. Sorry, I wasn't sure. I mean, okay. I'm just saying you're get you know, you be prepared so for anything. You until you have nothing to say. Be Whatever, prepared. Greg. Be prepared for anything. Okay, we'll do. Yeah. We'll yeah. do. All right. I know. I just, I, I, it's been a long time since I've worked for like a big company. Mm-hmm. So I'm. A, do you know what else is really cool about it? Can I tell you this other thing? What? So they put me into the system. In order to clock in, they scan your fingerprints. Oh wow! Yeah, I got. I have to put my. That's fing- better because then if they have to find you if you saw something you're not supposed to see, they'll track you mm-hmm. down. So it was totally like Charlie's Angels. So they're like, all right, you no. need to just be looking at the ground all the time in case you accidentally see something. They put me into the system, and and the woman's like, all right, can you please place your finger here? She's like, which which finger would you like to use? I'm like, I guess this one. I don't know. And so I put it there, and then they scan it, and then scan it again to make sure that it's you. And now my fingerprint is in the system. I'm in the system, man. Mm, yep. Yep. Oh boy! I'm gonna say I've never seen anything like that before. There's gonna be some so, sticky situations. Have you ever going seen anything like that? I've never done that. Like a time card that you sign in for with your finger? No, that's that's way above yeah. my level. Yeah. No, it that's... was so it was so. Fi- this is I'm out of my league. Yeah. I'm out of my league. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, man, you're gonna get exposed really quick. Oh stop. Like you're gonna you're gonna talk too much. Number I'm not one. gonna talk too. You're much. gonna get way too chatty with the I guests. I will not. They're gonna be like, I don't trust her. Um, let's eliminate this situation. Mm. And then they have your fingerprints. I'm going to be fine. It's eyes wide shut. I went through an interview process and they really liked me. So, I mean, you know, I'm sure that it'll be fine. 
I am really fucking stoked. Don't about talk this to job, the tycoons. Though. I will not talk to the tycoons. I'll ask them what they want to drink. He, why don't you let them tell you? You're not. Uh, first, why am I taking advice from somebody who's never been a bartender? Why am I even listening to you? I'm not listening to you. That's the bottom. But as line. a tycoon. Oh my god. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a story out of Portland, Oregon. Oregon. I can't believe I hadn't heard about this before. This actually happened a couple days ago. And this is in northwest Portland. They say that the, the southeast side is the seedy underbelly of Portland. I digress. I believe it's northwest. Because this hasn't happened over here. Well, I mean... Lots of other bad things happen over here, but I like that sure. Northwest Portland's getting a little little dirtied up. Okay. A little mucked Some up. Intra-city politics going on here. Well, a knife-wielding burglar in Portland, Oregon, learned his lesson the hard way when he decided to break into someone's house to climb into bed with a couple that was sleeping there, unbeknownst to him. The owner, who was there, had a gun. In the nightstand next to him, which was no match for his knife. He was, he's fine. The guy got away. He was a little crazy. So this guy's name is Richard Dean DeFutis, 32 years young. Uh, he broke into the Northwest Portland home. It's on 27th and... Where was the address? 27th and something in Northwest Portland. Yeah. Uh, so he broke into the Northwest Portland home at about 3.40 a.m., uh, yesterday morning, according to the Oregonian, police say that DeFutis searched the house for valuables before he decided, nah, I don't really want to rob it. I think I want a little bit of cuddling and decided to head for the bedroom. <sighs> Authorities then say that DeFutis took off all of his clothes and, while holding a knife, climbed into bed with the man and the woman who live inside the house. They didn't wake up while he was taking off all of his clothes? They or? didn't wake up. The man That's only woke up. The man only woke up after he felt somebody kissing him Ooh. and oh opened my God. his eyes That's horrifying. and a naked man holding a knife was crawled into bed with him kissing him on the mouth. You know my nightmare is th- why half the reason I don't sleep so well and I wake up startled is because I'm always worried somebody's sneaking into my room and like staring at me. Or like I'm in my room. Gentle mouth kisses are probably Oh my god that's horrif- That's horrifying. <laughs> Gave him gentle mouth kisses. Uh, the victim was not happy about this uh, <laughs> and imagine. reached to his nightstand to grab his gun. DeFutis quickly pulled on his pants and fled the scene. The police say the man uh, fired three shots at DeFutis but missed on all attempts. A short time later, authorities were able to catch up with DeFutis at a vacant home where he was hiding. He's now being currently held on $3,100,000 bail, or excuse me, $310,000 bail. Uh, in Multnomah County Jail, he's now facing charges of first and second degree burglary, first degree sex abuse, and unlawful use of a weapon. Oh, how creepy! It's waking up to oh, gentle Shh. kisses. Ew! Just keep your eyes closed. Sometimes gentle kisses I'm are right worse than like passionate kisses. Yeah, don't turn around. Ew! God, I'm never gonna sleep again. Well, that's what's happening in Portland. In New York, New Yorkers aren't complaining about secret break-in kisses. However, they are complaining about the rats. New Yorkers are now complaining that rats are, in fact, taking over the city. Yeah, rats are horrible. Yeah, so um, New Yorkers have complained over 24,000 times so far this year about rat infestations and seeing rats in places that they shouldn't be. Uh, so New Yorkers are saying the rats are taking over. I'm a lifelong New Yorker, and I've never seen it this bad. I see them on my way home. They're standing upright. They're crawling on things they were never able to crawl on before, and they are everywhere. Now, with more than two months still left in 2015, uh, it's already up. So they did the 24,000 at the beginning of this month. Already another 400 complaints have been filed (sighs) this month. And those are just above ground rants. Uh, There are also rats, of course. This isn't counting the subway or any of the sewer systems (laughs) or anything along those lines. Is this entire section just to gross me out, creep me out for the night? No, and they're saying that it actually looks like sometimes the sidewalks are moving because there are so That's many That's so of them. gross. Uh-huh. I kid you not, I had a dream last night. You were in this dream. This isn't a whole another Greg's dream segment. They're oh, getting really? Weird. Because that's my favorite segment. This involved you. You were in my dream. We were here. I think we were either at the studio. We are in like a, a place. 
and you somehow befriended a rat. I'm not making this up. This I, what? I, I swear this is what my dream was last night. It was like a brown and white like sewer rat looking thing. Was it cute? You thought it was. I, I think rats. And I thought it was gross. Cute, not the disease infested. And ones. you kept saying you wanted to keep it as a pet, and it was disgusting. And then I poisoned it. What? I poisoned the rat. What in the kind dream. of horrible person are you? Because it was a rat. It needed to go. So it was I all disease filled, and you. But you thought it was really cute. And Wait, so, so I, I so I poisoned it. That's horrible. You're a horrible human being. But it was a, it was it was a danger. It was a danger. You I was know protecting that it was a you. Danger. I loved something, and it was my little pet, and then you killed it. No, it was a wild rat. You just thought it was okay. Cute if and you, if you, you even like, it. if John and Boring is even in the chat going, you killed her pet. You it did wasn't something your pet. wrong. It wasn't your pet. Wow, it was a wild Greg. rat. It was a sewer rat. Oh, now you're all of a sudden your memory's coming back. Now it was a wild sewer rat. It was. A, it was. A wow, rat. I didn't. You forgot to mention that the first time. Well, it was a dream. I saved you. So from the wild <laughs> sewer rat that I had become friends with, that you decided to murder. Thanks, Greg. Finally, real quick, uh, a Suffolk man, and that's in the UK. In the UK. You gonna do this in your accent? Has been banned from the countryside in Suffolk after acting upon his bizarre sexual attraction to tractors. This man's name is Ralph Bishop, 53. He was found by police with his trousers around his ankles, <laughs> interfering with the tra- I like that, interfering with the tractor. Uh, parked in a field outside of Suffolk, he was arrested on suspicion of outraging public decency and admitted... Wow, he really broke down after they caught him. Admitted having sex with over 450 tractors. Wow, he kept track of that many? Yeah, and he, but he also broke down. Like The police arrested him for one. He's like, all right, I've done it 450 times. Imagine if you're a farmer in that area, though. 450. Like, oh, that means it. my tractors, too. <laughs> um, when officers searched his house, they found a collection of more than 5,000 tractor images on his laptop. The photos showed that Bishop especially had a special desire for John Deere tractors, particularly the green ones. Well, those are good ones. A police insider said we couldn't believe it when we found him on the field. He was wearing a white T-shirt and boots and very little else. He was clearly in a state of high excitement at the <laughs> rear of the machine. Thankfully, nobody else was around. He told us he was particularly into axle grease, and the presence around the back of the tractors was too much for him to handle. <laughs> Bishop has been twice divorced and was released without charge on the condition that he sought psychological help. He was also put on a sex offender's registrar and banned from the countryside and is now not allowed to go within one mile of a farm. So there you go. Tractor 11. Tractor 11. And there, my friends, is your world of crazy. Excellent. Wow. All right. Well, we do have, uh, before we break. Yes. We have an, an, something we need to do. We do. It's a, it's a, it's going to be a twofer because we forgot to play something. Yes. The other we're day. we're terrible people. We're horrible, awful people. No, I know. I'm so bummed we forgot. But you know who is not a horrible, awful, awful person? Look at that segue. See? See how that worked? Yeah. Megan. Megan, you are not a horrible, awful person. Megan, Megan. is fantastic. Megan. I said it fantastic again. You did say fantastic. And Megan's the big 4-0, and goddamn, she looks fantastic. Yeah, She looks I know. like she's in her mid-20s. So, Megan, you're doing something right. Yeah. Yes, you are. Happy Megan, birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, and we've got one other thing right after happy that. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, damn right. Bum, Megan bum, bum. also emailed us and wanted us to wish a happy anniversary to Carissa. Oh, Megan and Carissa, have, you guys are the best. They have been together for five years. That is so awesome. Five years. Oh, congratulations, both of you. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful humans. I'm Yay. happy you found each other. Yay. Happy birthday, Megan. Okay. All right, let's uh, go to break because we've got Larry and Jenna are here, I believe. So uh, we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. That is crazy. Just, I, I don't even think we mentioned that on the show yet. No, no, we six hadn't years ago about today. It. Six years ago today was when Sarah and I were laid off from uh, regular radio. Do you remember? I think we got called in after we had like waited around to get fired. Mm-hmm. All it was on morning. a Friday too. Yeah, it was on a Friday, and, and yeah. today is actually the Friday. It was October twenty third, two thousand nine. Yeah, 
and we waited around all morning for some for them to come in to fire us. We waited for like two hours. Nobody came in. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Four forty five on Friday afternoon. There's like, hey, and it was a person that had never I'd never spoken to before. He's like, hey, do you mind just coming by the studio real quick? It's like great. I'm I want sure this will be good. I like, wanna and can you bring uh, Rick and Tim and Greg and everybody? That'd be awesome. Let's get the whole gang together. It's like why why do this if I had to fight traffic to go downtown to be fired at five o'clock on a Friday? Yep. Six well, years ago today. We are in a much better spot now. We definitely are. And we have two wonderful guests here with us today. Two new guests of the show. Hello. 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 Hi. So we've got Genazine here. Hello. Which is like Hello. the coolest name ever. Oh, thank you. Yeah, like it's it. totally fake. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has a good flow to it. That's that right now. And we have Larry Crane. Yeah, totally fake Woo. name as well. <laughs> <laughs> I made it up when I was born. <laughs> That's like my last name too. I mean, I'm, I'm like... Yeah. Look, my last name is Nibbler. I can make up another name, but I might as well just go with People it. People ask like, me, they'll just... pull me aside and ask, like, so Greg's name's fake, right? Like, he's just lying and Like, why would you fake the like, last no. name Nibbler? Like, like, why in God's name would he want his name to be Nibbler? <laughs> no. just... I just got to embrace it. That's oh, all it is. I'm waiting for your love child with uh, Gabe Dinger. <laughs> I love <laughs> Dinger. <laughs> oh, the Dinger Nibbler need... baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Paranormal it pals. Would be, yep, paranormal pals. <laughs> that really needs to happen. <laughs> I think we should. Gabe's into it. I think, I think we should make it happen. Anything that and Gabe adopt does. a baby too, but you you want to? Oh, I'm so, you yeah. took it to a different level. Yeah. You want to adopt it? I haven't baby brought that up to him yet, but yeah, I think we're going to just <laughs> oh. for the last name value, the Dinger Nibbler. Just for the yeah. hyphenation. <laughs> that's oh, that's the Dinger Nibbler child. Don't, uh-huh. don't worry about it. It's a good deed. It's a good yeah. deed. <laughs> I thought you could start an Austrian law firm with that. <laughs> you could. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. It does sound kind of terrifying. There's yeah. a lot of future yeah. there. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah. Six you years is it. That's all right. That's a cutoff date. Thanks, Greg. Well, I guess Larry. Why don't we start with you? And you can tell us. Uh, so you are the proprietor, the founder of Jackpot um, Studios Recording Studio. Yeah. Jackpot Recording Studio. Yeah. Recording I studio, mean, yeah. Unfortunately, we live in a town where we also have Jackpot Records. Yep. And and everybody uh, says the. <laughs> well, fortunately, they, unfortunately. Well, uh, well fortunately, because they're, they're my friends and it's a great store. Oh, good. But we started the same year and everyone always gets confused and we accidentally pick the same name. Oh, <laughs> oh that's my so God. It's a good name. It, it's jackpot. You know, you hit the jackpot. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or Isaac's uh, phrase there at, at the jackpot records is, you cannot lose. Oh. That's a tagline. That's a good one. Okay, that's but, good too. But at jackpot recording, uh, you, you can't lose either, I hope. But um, we've been, <laughs> I like that. We've been open <laughs> since 97. You know, I, I started the studio with Elliot Smith uh, or wow. at that point. Um, just up the hill, real, real nearby here mm-hmm. at 20th and Morrison, uh, which is a big pile of condos now. Yeah, I remember driving yeah. by your studio. Yeah, little, yeah all the time. I lived. Uh, I lived on 24th and Yam Hill, right over there. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was. That's you know. That's where it started. And and uh, you know, I've been doing that. Jeez, uh, 19 years. I mm-hmm. think. Oh my gosh. 19. I, wow. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Just kept showing up. Yeah. The time but, you know, we we become like a little institution. I think. You know. Well, We're, I mean, after 19 years, uh, yeah. of course. Yeah. And you're such a, a big name here in town and in the music community everywhere. I don't feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, we've been, I think I've been lucky. I really had a lot of contacts with, with the great musicians mm-hmm. in town, and I was playing in bands in that era uh, early on and from the 80s on. Mm-hmm. And so I knew a lot of those kind of people that were making records. And, and when I opened, I already had like people bucked up, ready to come in, you know. Oh, that's great. Coming from California, coming from New Zealand and Canada and, and people in town and, you know, I was just busy right from the get-go. So Wow, and you've stayed yeah. busy for almost yeah, two decades. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you've worked with pretty much all Portland royalty for musicians. A lot you know? of them, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the second Decemberist record, we just heard uh, the Decemberist on there. Mm-hmm. I did the Her Majesty. I recorded most of that. Me and, and Adam Seltzer over at Type Foundry. Oh, wow. wow. The other parts, you know. So we've, you know, I mean, Elliot's, uh, I worked on either or just a tiny bit and XO. A couple of songs were out of Jackpot and... You know, you're quite lucky. Sleater Kenny, all these bands. I mean, mm-hmm. you're quite lucky to know these people because they're fantastic, and to have them available to work yeah. with is, is is to be able to work on great records like that. Is you know, I felt lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the Portland music scene now? Are you still seeing a lot of great talent coming out of Man, it? Man, I'm I'm never unhappy. You know, mm-hmm. I gotta say, I, I would, Summer Cannibals record came out uh, earlier this year that I worked that I recorded last year, and uh, and I really really like that. I believe in that record a lot. You know. And um, there's still great, just a great variety of things of music. Well, that's probably what yeah. gives you your staying power too. Is like it seems like you're passionate about any you know band that you record or any oh, yeah. ki- type of recording that you do. Yeah, you know we do a quite a wide variety. Mm. We had a um, Johnny Boyd and his band were in recently, and that's like uh, mid-century crooner music. You oh know? wow! 
you know, like a, a kind of jazzy, loungy backing band with a grand piano. You know, it's oh, really, wow. really beautiful. You know, it's, and it's really quite different than what people might expect. Yeah. You know, from an indie rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of studio. That's got to be fun, though, to change it up every now and then, I, you know. As an engineer and a producer, I love it because yeah. I, I love all kinds of music. So to, for me to have someone come in, we want this kind of record. I'm like, I know exactly how to do that. You know, I, mm. I enjoy it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so much fun. Well, and and you are also, what Jenna is doing there, too, now is Keep It Like a Secret, yeah. which is such a great concept. It's super, super fun. And uh, it's such a fun way to work together and use the space in a way that most people aren't going to be able to come in and get to spend time in a recording studio. Yeah. But you can get kind of that fun little rock star moment and see some really great comedians. And then we Skype in national comedians yeah, as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. So oh, how really often do you do the shows there? Uh, once a month. Okay, once a month. Yeah. Yeah, floating date because we have to let it get booked up with bands first. Mm. Yeah. Then I, <laughs> right. then yeah. I just go left overnight. Oh, it's, it's terrifying to book the day because you're like, what if someone wants a week and that's right in the middle? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then there's but, no show. Yeah. <laughs> so for folks who don't know, why do you call it Keep It Like a Secret? Uh, well, we just came up with the name. We were uh, talking about it, and I wanted something fun that felt a little exclusive. And then it was also a nod to Built to Spill. Mm, of course. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, but whenever people get to go and see those shows, it is it does feel exclusive because you get to yeah. be part of like this kind of magic moment. Yeah. Yeah. How do people get to find out about it? Facebook. Facebook, okay. <laughs> a very That's magical thing called Facebook. It's <laughs> not very secret. <laughs> yeah. It seems pretty secretive, though. Well, yeah. We, you know, the one thing we do is we don't really run it like a venue. So, mm. so we, we make people pick up uh, purchase tickets on Eventbrite. And then we have kind of a list at the door, and that's it. We don't do like you know sale ticket sales at the door like a normal gotcha. club. Gotcha. And it's pretty do. intimate, isn't it? Like a small yeah, it's like fifty people. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. they're packed in. We, we bought a bunch of those little folding wedding chairs, you know. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, so <laughs> we roll them in, and yeah. Yeah. Well, that's funny. neat, like, especially to get to see, you know, comedy or any kind of show in, like, that different of a venue. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. We've got a beer sponsor, and so you walk in the door, and you get a free beer. Nice. What? Oh, my God. And then we I stepped it up and started bringing some box wine. Oh, yeah. very classy. Last month, it was Bronzia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are a classy lady. Yeah, I know. Now, are you, are you know. a red or a white or somewhere in between? Oh, red. Okay. Yeah. Thank when you're going to do too. the box wine. Mm, yeah. You've got to come in. <laughs> you can't. I can't Take ever chances. drink red wine in public, though, because does it turn your teeth different colors? I never noticed that. Well, my, <laughs> my teeth I was going to say, I've seen you drink wine in public. I know, my, teeth, my teeth turn blue, and so like my red wine is like my house wine. I'm like, all right, I have that at home so I can brush my teeth before I go out and do anything. Well, at our wine. show, you could just take it all in. Yeah. <laughs> just bring a travel toothbrush. I'm like, all right, rack. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have a, like, keep it like a secret coming up? I do. I will let you in on that Ooh. information. Oh, oh, oh. It is Monday, November 16th, and Sean Jordan is our oh. headliner. Oh, we just Sean love Jordan. him I love so him much. So much. Oh. Pretty much every show I've ever had, I'm like, maybe how about Sean Jordan? What do you guys what do you guys think about Sean Jordan? Oh it's always a it's always successful. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. He's just the sweetest and he's adorable and every time you've seen him he has some new skateboarding injury. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we just saw him at Curious Comedy a couple weeks ago and like yeah. the last time I'd seen him he had just recovered from a skateboarding injury yeah. and I saw him and he was limping. I'm like, what happened? He's like, Oh, I hurt myself again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just happy if he shows up in somewhat one piece. Right. So exactly. will, it'll be just great. wheel him in there. It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. <laughs> I, I thought he was in like a comedy rumble or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there is a pretty big yeah. scene, pretty big beef going on yeah. you know, yeah. between him and like everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big, I can big, see it. So big highly drama. unlikable. That's yeah, why. I know. Yeah. Just not nice at all. <laughs> well, and then I must ask, because this is the best goddamn name I've ever heard and you know what I, where I'm going um, Gwyneth Paltrow's sparkling asshole oh yes. yes holy mother of god that is fucking genius and also Greg I don't know if you saw the tagline it's exclusive spotless and just a little bit better than you <laughs> awesome. what is what, what is what is that what is that that has been my dream for a long time I love it to host a show any show and call it Gwyneth Paltrow's sparkling asshole because she deserves it, you she guys. She totally deserves She needs it. a little bump in her profile and uh, I think that's one of the she things she's the most known she for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she's terrible. That was like, you could not have picked a better person to put in front of 
sparkling, sparkling asshole. asshole. Thank you, thank you. Well, Paul. you know, it's it's a it's a very difficult place to get into. No, I know. Yeah, it's, it, that, it's one is, that one is that one is very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> also, that one's in a private location, so is that something that you do like uh, on a hiring basis, or can people like Google that and maybe find where you're doing? This is it? super private. This is um, actually this is going to be our first one in December, and it is at our. Home. Really? <laughs> a private location called our home. <laughs> I see the private. Though. That is yeah, pretty yeah. private. Yeah, that, that, that one you guys are invited to, but I'm not going to maybe give out that address. Might not air. Come on down. But keep it like a secret. Please do Google that. Yes. Buy tickets. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow Sparkling Asshole. You'll just have to. Just hear about. Just know that that, <laughs> that, that, that know exists somewhere. That exists. That's it. Yeah. Be comfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. And also, you uh, are the co-creator of Comedy in Space. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is at yep. the Mission. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because yes. we had Such Gabe in venue. talking about that uh, a couple of weeks ago. <gasps> thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. He, you guys, that was so generous. That was just like, oh. oh my god, you. That was a lot of promo. Thank you. Oh, my oh gosh, it's of course. It no, like it's absolutely such an interesting concept. It's super fun. I used to work for McMinnums. I was the marketing director for the Crystal Ballroom, and they're interested in. Because it's such a great scene right now. And so they asked me to create a show and bring them some comedy. And so, of course, got Whitney Street on board because she's amazing. She's She's amazing. And then Hutch Harris um, also is just incredible. And so the three of us just kind of are trying to power through and bring them a really fun showcase. And Whitney came up with the idea of like the green screen concept and bringing it in space just to give it a little a little catch because there's hey, so many great showcases. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I got to give it a little something to be like, hey, over here because it's great that there's so many choices. Oh, yeah. So that's our little catch. Well, and the mission is yeah. such a beautiful venue to get to yeah. see and it's neat yeah. that there's actually comedy going on there. Yeah, I was really honored to, you know, ask to help them out and I hope it takes because they deserve it. Yeah, and I heard yeah. that it went really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was well, um, Mike Walker, the Marketing director for the Crystal Ballroom, or well, all of McMinnum's got us <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon and the Portland Mercury, and uh, also, can I mention another radio station? Of course, yeah, you can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Radio One Hundred Two Point Three. Radio One Hundred Two Point Three. Gordon works on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. From yeah. the iHeart Radio yeah, Media Gordon, family, yes. who was yep. fired the same day that we were. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Court this is was, also his anniversary. Court was fired <laughs> shortly before we were on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Court and Bobby went in like an hour before we. Oh, did. perfect. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to help celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. It's it was really incredible to get that support and. Um, and just, I mean, there's so many great comedians. It's so great to just, anytime yeah. we can help people get more stage time because it's a fantastic scene. Mm-hmm. So, Well, that that yeah. is a great stage. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. that's that's something that needs comedy. And it's fun to have the green screen like come in on the film, like, the big, <laughs> the big <laughs> screen. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. They had Carl <laughs> Sagan. They, they, they had found wow. Carl Sagan floating out in space. <laughs> that's where <laughs> he's been. Yes. Yeah, we didn't know this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And there's another one coming up Wednesday, November 4th. Wednesday, November 4th. Yes. Awesome. Headliner, Nathan Brannon. Oh, Nathan Brannon. Ah, I love him. Nathan has actually started to do a podcast on our network. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, that's great. He is... He's a magical. Yep, I think it sounds tomorrow. like we're saying this about everybody, but you just did name two but of our. But you're favorite. naming yeah. amazing we do people. Like all, most comedians. <laughs> yeah, <though>. yeah. <laughs> there's really, really good people in this town, and just such nice people. The scene is so, is really a great scene. Oh like, yeah, for comedy, really yeah. for so, music, so for many nice anything. people. Yeah, and. Am I reading this correctly? Are you a former member of the Romance Writers of America? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, what, yeah. does, what, does one, what does one do to be a member of the Romance Writers of America? You just give some really cool ladies some money. Yeah. And you show up at meetings. <laughs> do you write romance novels? Um, no, I was going to because I got really, really mad at Fifty Shades of Grey. And I'm like, I want some of that action Do, uh, <laughs> right? not, yeah. not that action the money uh-huh. action yeah. because that is like the biggest piece of crap it oh yeah was uh, such a sack of shit and I'm like I can do better <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I, gonna do it professionally <laughs> I didn't read the book but I did watch the movie oh my god because I just wanted to see I wanted to see because everyone was talking about it yeah oh my the, the lines in that thing they were like on par have you ever seen The Room no Okay. Oh, that's Tommy was so. You have to watch it. It's, oh it's the best worst movie ever. But it was like totally online with that. Just where it almost seems like a joke. Yeah. 
I just, I couldn't understand it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do a little part of my show um, in Keep It Like a Secret, what I call it. Jenna reads from things. And last time I read from Fifty Shades of Grey, and it <laughs> yes. was just. So I think it was horrific. written by a small child. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now a, a very rich small child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and like, there's amazing. always money to be made because that woman who wrote the Twilight novel. Isn't she just writing it from a, like, she's swapping the genders? Yeah. And then she's going to yeah. make, like, another, like, billion dollars off of yeah. that. Just yeah. Just taking the t- same story and making the girl the vampire. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Well, that'll so make just... it readable. <laughs> right, yeah. Maybe you <laughs> now can... I'm into it. <laughs> Maybe you can steal the idea. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. And take Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. but then make the woman the dominatrix or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. That. All I want, all I want is a pool in my backyard, you guys. I don't need right. to make, like, crazy money. <laughs> no. Just, like, pool, covered pool in my backyard money. Yeah. That's totally doable. I think that's that's perfectly fine yeah, to ask for that. <laughs> and I would invite everyone, we could call it Gwen the Paltrow Sparkling Asshole Pool. Oh, Have everyone over. I'm in. One of Paltrow's sparkling bidet, maybe. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to yeah. separate the two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't want to get the shoes. That's confused. true. I don't want to be swimming in an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah the more okay, I guess that's a bidet either, yeah. but maybe for the book idea though, <laughs> uh, maybe someone wants to read about that. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, where can people find out more information about comedy in space? Uh, What's the best place to go? That would be the um, mission website. Okay. McMinimum's mission website. Awesome. And what yeah. about Get your tickets? Uh, yeah, you yeah. folks individually. Larry, where's the, where can people find out more about your business and you and your um, wonderful hair? Uh, my wonderful <laughs> hair. My hair is courtesy of uh, Bishops. Um, it looks real good. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, lots of it. Actually, we did a photo. Do you know Terry Courier from Music Millennium? I do. Yeah, and, and our friend Allison also has Courier. We had a photo last night, the three of us with just our big fuzzy hair. So oh. it was really good. Nice. But, the but trifecta. It was, it was it's a good <laughs> photo. Yeah. But uh, on a more informational note, um, <laughs> um, a jackpot recording is uh, is the website. Jackpotrecording.com. And also, my we didn't even talk about, but I also have a magazine. Tell us yeah. about your magazine. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, that's called We're ta- not Russian. You okay. tell us okay. about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's not like I said I was Russian. Yeah, I know. Russian. Yeah. You, are, yeah. you thought you were? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Tape Hop Magazine, I actually started that in 96, um, and that is a magazine about music recording, about the art of making music recordings and records and, and what have you. And we interview people all over the world, uh, artists, recording producers, engineers, everything. And we talk about that, that whole subject. And, oh, um, and it's been, it's done, it's the, at this, actually at this point, it started as like a zine, basically. Mm. Uh, here in town, I would Xerox and, and spray paint the covers. <laughs> up awesome. at, uh, just right up, we were talking about Yamhill. It was uh, 30... Second in Yamhill. That was where it started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> you know, this started as like a very low-key thing. I would sell it at Reading Frenzy. What are you downtown. talking about right where uh, that big that sunflower thing, thing is, is pr- oh, no, like painted one, in the one middle? One block. You know where the electrical substation is? I know exactly is? where that is. There's I used to house. go to parties at a house right next to that. Wait. That is the house. Yep, but that's I, the that house. was probably after I moved out. It was like probably like 10 years ago. Yeah, I wasn't living there then. Yeah, the house direct, like just yeah. south of the power... I've yeah. been in that house many times. Oh yeah, there so were crazy funny. parties that people mm-hmm. falling out of windows. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember people yeah. lighting up fireworks and like pointing them toward like. Oh yeah. The, I'm like, this mm-hmm. is going to end poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was the house that like we recorded some of either or like the vocals for one of the songs in the basement there. Wow. And, uh, yeah, all this crazy stuff, and then I gave it to some <laughs> an intern of mine. Uh, uh, was was I was moving out of that house, and I gave the house to him, and he passed it on to all these other bands and people. It, it just turned into a nightmare. <laughs> actually, I knew somebody who lived there a few years ago, and there was a house fire. It's okay, but yeah, I mean, they right. actually yeah they had to move out, that. and then yeah. they gutted it, and then they were able to sell it for yeah a lot of money. The PGE yeah. owned all three houses right there. Wow, for a number of years, and my rent was six hundred dollars when I lived. Oh there. damn! <laughs> <laughs> hey, so all you people that just moved to Portland. <laughs> Oh, uh, gosh, but, so you've been doing that yeah. for almost 20 years now as well. But yeah, your magazine. yeah. It'll be 20 years uh, in April next year. How cool is that, too? Because a lot of people just um, you know interview the bands, but I like to hear about engineers' perspectives. Yeah, the behind the scenes. It, it really is behind the scenes. Mm. You know, our, our last issue, we had Glenn Johns, who recorded uh, the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and the Who and the Small Faces and all these amazing bands. And it was wow. just really, I went out, I 
went out in the countryside outside of London to his estate to interview wow. him. It was just amazing, you know. Wow. So we really we really get to talk to some top people like Brian Eno I've interviewed in over in London and, and all these kind of people that work on massive records and, and sometimes we interview artists, you know, if they're if they're recording themselves or involved in that yeah. stuff expo- mm-hmm. uh, you know, extensively. But it's it's just been a blast. It's a really nice way to, to travel the world and meet people and interview them. And, and talk about the art of making records. And, and we we have the, the largest circulation of a magazine of that type in the world. Oh, cool. And, and my partner, John, who lives down in Sacramento, and I own it and run it. And so we're, we're doing really well with it. Is it know? monthly? It's every two months because monthly is pretty difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I would not be able that's to breathe. <laughs> so, yeah, that's 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 an ongoing thing. It's that's been going, you know, every 2 months for years now. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, that's got to be fascinating too just for you, you know, being an engineer and then getting to talk to these people. I learned know. a lot. I mean, yeah. I started it to learn because I was really amateur when I started recording. I was just through some stuff in my basement, you know, yeah. like, like everyone does. Mm. And uh, I just I've learned so much. Like I'll be sitting with someone and they'll say some sort of concept and I'll be like Oh yes, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna try this. You know? <laughs> so I mean, I even interviewed this guy Manny Marikine recently, who mixes like Rihanna and stuff like that, wow. right? Which is really not in a style of anything I've really hardly even worked on. But then I was mixing a hip hop track when I came home, and I was like, oh, I could do this thing like I saw Manny doing in the studio, and and the guys go, man, that sounds like a. They even they even they caught it. They knew that it, it sounded like one of his mixes. Oh, wow. wow, that was really weird. I mean, they were like, that sounds like this Rihanna trick. You know? <laughs> Just hanging out with that guy. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Yeah. So that was, it's pretty crazy how that kind of just comes, you know, you learn a lot. So yeah. if someone wants to order the magazine, can they also get that from jackpotrecording.com? That's actually tapeop.com. All right. T-A-P-E-O-P.com. We do free subscriptions in the United States, free print subscriptions, free PDF subscriptions anywhere in the world. Uh, and so we, we, you know, we're real, real rabid uh, fan base readers, you know, they're really... They love us, so they work out great. That's so cool. Treat your fan base too. Oh yeah, yeah. You know the advertising covers all the costs, so. That is a nice. Wow. Nice well, you situation. have uh, two new subscribers here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. No, I want to read that interview. I've just pulled it up. I want to read the interview with Glenn Johns. Oh, it's so fun. That's really cool. I got him riled up too. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. like, come on, come on. You know. <laughs> Give me something. Yeah. Oh yeah. He doesn't get questioned very often, Glenn. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's the boss. <laughs> well, that's so cool. Well, thank you so much for coming in too. Yeah. Oh, thanks talking so about much. this. Pleasure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thanks. That you was guys. just like twenty-five minutes. It just flew by. Oh, Thank you so much. This is such a treat. Yeah. And we'll Thank have to you. have him again, yeah. please. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Yeah, anytime. Cool. Yes. Absolutely. Excellent. Next uh, week, then, you guys. I'm excited. Yeah. That's it. Next week, yep. <laughs> Can I sleep over here in the corner? <laughs> People have, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to go to break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. They, I hate to sk- well, keep using the word fantastic, but they are fantastic. They were great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they are really cool. <laughs> so definitely check out all those different things on there. Jenna we're gonna- and Larry, yeah. I, I mean, both of them are huge names here in Portland, and it's just really neat to like see the passion behind what they do. Mm-hmm. And they both genuinely care about what they do. And we're putting links up to everything, too, in case you missed any of the links. That'll be at funemploymentradio.com under this episode. Awesome. Uh, all right, so we got... Just a couple of minutes left, but I have to do this, Sarah. You just have to, Greg. I have to do this. There's no way you can't do it. Can't the not people do it. demand that I give them predictions. I mean, there's entire, I'm assuming, booking agencies or bookie agencies or I don't know what you call them, bookies in Vegas that are depending on my predictions. You know, it could influence, I mean, possibly millions and millions of dollars based on my predictions because I'm usually correct statistically. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. That's <laughs> balls. all we're going to do here really quick. Just some quick football predictions. Now, so far this year, I have been pretty spot on. Um, Sarah, I'm going to let you pick the last game. Oh You're getting the honor. I don't I don't think you understand the honor that I'm bestowing upon you for that. I hate it when you say honor. Like a, like I'm supposed to be excited about this. Well, yeah, it's it's an it's an honor. All right, so first up, the prediction that I will make is for we're gonna pick a random game. We're gonna we're gonna spice it up. I thought a that's what bit. I was doing. What? I thought I picked the random game. Well, I thought you're supposed to pick the games that you know who's gonna win. Well, no, I mean I spent hours and hours <laughs> of research on this. If that's what you're talking about, yeah, no, I've I've spent all week. I haven't slept this week because of all the research I put into these games. You know, you learn about the turf. 
You learn about you know what the what the quarterback's doing, what's oh his relationship God, stop status. Stop talking and pick something. Texas A and M number fifteen taking on number twenty four Ole Miss. Ole Miss, Mississippi. Down in Oxford, Mississippi, Sarah, at the Vot Hemingway Stadium. Not quite sure what that means or who those people are. Take it on Texas A and M. Oh my God! Just pick something, <laughs> Jesus. Texas A and M at number twenty-four Ole Miss. Here's what's going to happen, Sarah. Here's the deal. Here's the story. Here's the scoop. Here's the jam. Ole Miss is going to beat Texas A and M. Oh, Mississippi. Boy. We'll send the Texans back home to Loserville. All right, moving on. Next prediction. This is a tough one. This is this one. This one I spent a lot of time on. A lot of time on this. Number three, Utah at USC. University of Southern California, Sarah. The bright lights in the big city. There's that. No, this is Tinseltown. Tinseltown, Sarah. A lot of people call it that. Stop saying my name. <laughs> Right near Hollywood. Taking on Utah. Utah. Good salt of the earth kind of folk. Heading out there to bright and shiny California. The sun shining. You got palm trees. Ladies, there's pools. Big stars roaming around. You know what the problem is with those big stars? They're distracting. Keep you away from football. Which is what they do over in Utah. The Utes. Utah's going to roll into Southern California. And they're going to win. Utah will beat USC. Be tears on the Hollywood sign. And the final prediction, Sarah. I would like you to pick the game. Penn State versus Maryland. Penn State versus Maryland. Penn State versus Maryland. Penn State Nittany Lions. It's the Maryland Terrapins. Terrapins. I can't even tell if you're speaking English and if you're actually right. Maryland Terrapins. It's a turtle. Kind of turtle they have there. Chesapeake Bay. Oh, God. Shut up. Baltimore. Crabs. Annapolis. I'm just naming things about Maryland. I don't know anything else. Taking on Penn State. Pennsylvania State know? University. What do you know about Penn State University? Nittany Lions. Well, I know. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the other things I know about Penn State. Penn State Nittany Lions taking on the Maryland Terrapins. Maryland's going to be crying in the crab dinner because it's going to be the Penn State Nittany Lions winning this game. Penn State will beat Maryland. That is your final prediction. Go, please go bet on them. Send a tithing. I can't even speak anymore. Send a tithing to Fun Employment Radio. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. You're like a little kid who's had too much sugar and he's like worked himself up into a tizzy. Yep. You're, it's right before <laughs> the tantrum. <laughs> it's right before the tantrum right before when I you I throw crash. yourself on the ground. It's right before you crash. <laughs> you know it and I know it. <laughs> right before you start flailing your limbs around. Yep. You know I don't want a nap. I don't want a nap. All right. I know we need to uh, get out of here. But I want to say this. We've got a couple of things, actually. For one, big thank you to D. Leonidas Photography. So we got all the pictures for the Halloween costume contest. D. Leonidas Photography.com. Amazing and sponsor. D. Leonidas Photography.com. Actually, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the link straight from our site. Oh, my gosh. That is such an even better idea. People are already going to be there to click on the Amazon link. Oh. Why not go there and click on the D. Leonidas link right Greg, there, too, Greg. and get yourself... A Fun Employment Radio portrait special. That is such a great idea. Now, for everybody who sent in pictures of your costumes, we will have a a winner announced. Uh, We'll announce it on Monday, where we'll also be announcing something else on Monday. We've, uh, I'll say this, we've got an event coming up. We have an event. And we're going to announce it on Monday. We've been working really hard on it. Yes. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. So we'll announce that on Monday, along with the winner of the Halloween costume photo contest from D. Leonidas Photography. Also, on the Fun Employment Radio Network today, if you are a subscriber, $6.99 a month, first week is free. Premiering right after we're done here, brand new B-Sides and Besides from Keelan King. Keelan King. The return the of B-Sides of and Besides. the master of music. The master, the Pied Piper of white people. He is the Pied he, Piper of white people. As, as he proclaimed. That he needs to put that on a business card because he does. it is so true. I've it seen is, it time, time and time again. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's true. I think it's just the Pied Piper of people. 
It yeah. doesn't matter. The ethnicity doesn't even matter. Well, this is, just, I'm just using what he coined. He everybody coined puts that on term. their dancing shoes, Greg, when Keelan's playing the music. Oh, boy. You just made it sound terrible now. Sarah's putting on her old lady clogs. All right, so. I need to break them in. <laughs> Keelan's already saying I didn't proclaim that. No, I'm going to go ahead and say you did. He probably didn't. All right. Besides and besides, premiering right after this, coming up at 5.30 p.m. on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Drive Time of the Drive-In yes. with the Evil Dead soundtrack. Oh, Aaron Duran. amazing. It uh, puts on an amazing show. That's going to be at 5.30 right here on the network. And uh, Aaron just sent a note. He's been doing this show for about two years now. Oh, awesome. We love you, Aaron. Yep. And a couple more notes really quick. Tomorrow on the Fun Employment Radio Network, uh, of course, uh, Chronicles of the Nerds at 10.30, mm-hmm. followed by Rip City Bad Boys, and then an episode of Nathan Brannon's The Hamster Village. So he's recording that tomorrow that's live on the network day. at 2.30 p.m. That's Saturday, October 24th. So you got a full day of stuff going on here on the network. Those are all Pacific times. So all if you're Pacific listening times. somewhere else. Yes. 10.30 Chronicles of the Nerds. Noonish. Bad Boys, Noonish. 3 o'clock, Nathan Brannon. Yep, there we go. Bam, awesome. nailed it. But today, now, in just a minute... Besides, besides and besides. And besides. Thank you so much, everybody. Send us an email, funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. You are all awesome. We love you all so much. Thank you so much for your support. Awesome, we awesome, love you. Awesome, awesome. You're, you don't sound like you're fading away, you nerd. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.